Welcome back to the Tash podcast. I hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend. I took the weekend to relax and be with family and go through some emotional stuff, um, which is what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to put our tea of the week on pause and resume next week with that tea of the week as well and just do a big lowdown on what's going on there. Um, I felt like today's episode was really important to talk about the stress that September brings. I'm going to warn you, I might cry this podcast. There's just been so much going on and I just feel like in September alone, as a child, I would just get so extremely stressed out. I would go back to school. I would go back to all my extracurricular activities that took up my entire life which I am so grateful for. I'm not talking shit. Um, But the beginning was always so stressful because I'd have that two-month break where I'd get to relax and sleep and be with my family and, you know, see my friends and whatever. Um, But I knew that once September came around, it would be back to dance intensives, back to rest removals at hockey, back to school with a new schedule. Um, I'm a Taurus. I don't do well with change at all. For those who know me, know that every time I do something new, whether it's a doctor's appointment, whether it's a new doctor, whether it's a new program or a new schedule, I have to drill it in my head before I do anything with it. And I wanted to talk about how a couple years ago I went back to school to do my lab program, and it was the actual it was actually the first time that I actually one, figured out my method of studying that works for me. And two, how I dealt with my September stress. Um, I'm not the most academic person. So for me, school never came easy to me. But I feel like high school was a little bit of a different story because I had so much going on after school that I didn't make time for the homework. It's not that I didn't have time. I didn't make time. I threw my body up against boards with girls who were 10 times my size on the ice. And because I was a shorter dancer, I made sure that I tried to jump 10 times higher than the girls that were taller than me. And it took a lot out of me physically that when I got home, I was physically exhausted. And I think as a high school kid, you don't realize mental and physical exhaustion, whereas now in my mid-20s, I'm learning about all that stuff, especially during this pandemic. I mean, I don't think there's one healthcare worker out there who's not absolutely exhausted. And, you know, I do get to see my friends and I'm always in good spirits, but when I'm alone, like today, and just a lot going on, oh my god, I'm going to try not to cry. It's just important to remember how far you've come and the reason why I'm crying (laughs) so stupid is because 
the September stress is added on top of this pandemic for me. And for me, this is the top. Like, once I kind of get it out, I'm good. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't believe I'm crying on this podcast. But I want everybody to know that, like, that exhaustion that maybe some people like me are feeling is normal. And it's okay. And I've been going through a lot with, like, um, some family stuff. And, um, this week is my grandfather's birthday. And it'll be the first birthday without him here. And for me, for those who know my family, know that I'm the only granddaughter. And, um, I took care of my grandfather the best I could. All of my grandparents. And it hasn't been easy to move on. Which is also a stress that I carry that builds up. And then once, I swear to God, once September comes, I lose my shit. Like, listen to me. I'm literally crying. I can't believe this. I promised I wouldn't cry. But I want everybody to understand that, like, this exhaustion, this pressure, this life that we're living right now is so different from what we're used to that for me anyways when I get into this September mode where like I I like I'm almost like PTSD of like going back to dance hockey in school that like I'm not doing it but I still have the emotional reoccurrence that I would if I was going back to high school which is so weird and I feel like sorry if I'm jumping around topics a little bit but I also think it's super important to take care of yourself. Like, if anything, this pandemic has taught me to really take care of myself. And I know my parents and anybody whose parents are in the same generation as mine don't do enough self-care. People like my parents are selfless and do everything for my brother and I. And sometimes when we self-care, such as, like, my mom makes fun of me for my face masks and all my eye creams and whatever Botox and fillers I have in my face and, you know, stupid shit like that, they don't get it. Like, to me, that's self-care. To me, taking a shower and just going to bed right after, like, into my cold, icy sheets is self-care for me. And that's something that works for me. I think today's episode, I just wanted to touch on that September stress is real. I'm feeling it now still as a 24-year-old who's not even in a school at all. And that still, like, that PTSD hits me every year. And I'm interested to see how hard it's going to hit me when I have my own kids. And I pray to God that my kids don't feel like this because every September I would absolutely lose my shit and my mom would have to literally pick me up off the floor, put me back together and say, go do another lap because that's what we did. And I feel like at the same time, too, why I get so stressed out in this month specifically is not because, you know, it's my grandfather's birthday and I've had some rough family times recently, but at the same time as 
again, as a high school student or as a younger adult, you don't understand the mental exhaustion that people go through. And I think that because we're such in a different mindset in high school, that we block it. We absolutely block it. And feel free to DM me and tell me that I sound like a fucking weirdo. Um, Because I'm kind of bouncing around here. But for those who are following, all that I'm saying, and I want to keep this podcast as real as possible because this is something that I'm going through, which is why I don't have a guest, which is why I'm not doing Tea of the Week, because I just need a break. And I'm so grateful for this podcast and what has come from it so far. Um, That this has been a very therapeutic activity for me. And that's not to say that I'm going to come on here every week and tell you guys how I feel and cry like I did two seconds ago like a fucking baby. But it's something that I know that when I post this that I know I'm not the only one going through it. So... To separate them, let's talk about self-care and some stuff that I want to talk about that I do that makes me feel better. Some of them are a little bit on like a pricier side, but I do them because I know it works for me. Um, My first suggestion to anybody who can afford to go to the Scandinavian spa and just do the pool or the water, hydra, whatever the fuck it's called, where you go into the hot, cold, and then relax... I used to think my boyfriend was crazy to talk to me about certain natural things and stuff like that. It wasn't my family style and I didn't judge him. I took his opinion and okay, that works for you. Um, But I was always close-minded to how it would work for me. And for something like this, something so simple of being in hot water, jumping into cold water, which I highly recommend you do not do with a bandeau bathing suit. Not saying anything happened, I'm just saying it almost happened, and that could have been a a podcast episode all on its own. But uh, something like that, I mean, for me, um, my goal is in 2021 is to try to go there as much as I can to just do the pool access, because when I was sitting there relaxing, I found that I was able to organize my thoughts into categories, because I'm an OCD freak like that. But I was able to organize my thoughts in general, in work, what I want to do with my work life, how I'm going to figure out a work-life balance. Because right now, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't have a good work-life balance, which also adds to my September stress. Um, Organizing thoughts, and I think for next time, um, I had a lot of podcast ideas that day. And obviously, for those who have been to the Scandinavian spa, know that you cannot <laughs> bring your phone. Um, so I think, um, because I saw a lot of people with books and stuff, I think next time I'm going to bring like a notebook and a pen in like a little plastic bag so it doesn't get wet. And I'm just going to organize my thoughts on paper. I'm a very visual learner. Um, it takes a long time for me to understand things. So For me, that's how I learn and that's how I organize my thoughts. So that is one really good way that I like to do my self-care. Second thing, if you guys have never had a foot massage, you guys need to get one and then DM me. (laughs) A foot massage is one of my top things to do for self-care. I don't do it enough. I should. 
and I know I should, but time just gets away with from you. And a foot massage, it hurts like a bitch, don't get me wrong, but I walk out of there feeling like a million dollars. I could have the best night's sleep after that. And that's just more of like a health thing. Like I think the Scandinavian spa is more of like a mental thing that I like to do for mental clarity, which again, you know, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not going to go there every day of my life. But um, the more I can, I feel like the more clarity I have mentally. And then the second thing was the foot massage. It's an hour of your time. Uh, I'm going to try and go by myself this week just to clear my head. There's been a lot going on. Um, Just obviously, like I mentioned before, it's my grandfather's birthday. It's the first one without him. Um, had some family stuff going on, which I'm so grateful in a way that I've kind of resolved some stuff with my family. Um, not all of it because, you know, some things are just too far gone, unfortunately. Um, but I think my parents are proud of the way I handled certain situations and that I'm doing what I think is best. And again, I'm not here to look for anybody's approval or sympathy or anything like that. Um... But that's something that takes me an hour out of my day, an hour out of my week, that just forces me to breathe. Sometimes even on this podcast, I start it and then delete it and start it and then delete it because I don't physically breathe on this podcast because I'm so nervous and I have so much to say and I want everybody to hear my opinion that I get so out of breath, which is actually something that I think back to now, I used to do when I danced. For all of my friends who danced with me knew that at the end of every dance competition or routine, I would come off the stage like gasping for air. I don't know why, um, but I find that it's something that I do when I'm in like a high stress situation. And not like gasping for air, like you don't see me in a trauma at work and I'm like gasping for air next to the person who's just been hit by a car, but there's a moment of pause for me. And what I'm learning now is to not do that pause because you miss things that happen in that pause. Um, In a dance sense, it's different, but in relation is that I would lose that like pause for so long that I would just need to gasp gasp for air. Um, I'm kind of like losing my train of thought here. The last thing I wanted to touch on with some self-care, and it's something that I have recently tried over the last about month, is some naturopathic remedies. Um, for those, I mean, I know I keep saying that for those who know me because I say that because a lot of people who do know me know exactly how I am. I'm the same person with everybody. Um, But I come from a family with Italian background. Lots of carbs, lots of sugar, coffee, espresso, pastries, like like potatoes, bread. It just never ends. And I finally kind of had a moment where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go and try this naturopath and see what she has to do or say. And she put me on some sort of cleanse. Um, where it contained no dairy, no sugar, no caffeine, no alcohol, nothing. And the last three weeks, I found myself to be so much more 
clear. Like, I've maybe mentioned a few times on the podcast that I sometimes struggle with weight loss. And another thing that adds to my stress. <laughs> um, and although I went to her with that, with that concern of why it's so hard for me to lose weight... And of course, on the health side, there was a bunch of stuff that wasn't adding up that thankfully were getting on track. But I didn't realize that the stress from certain things like work, like my family life, which is great, but we have our moments. Um, You know, balancing a full-time job, a boyfriend, this podcast, trying to make time for my friends. Um... And I'm not perfect at it, Um, but what I figured out is that sometimes, and and what I failed to believe was that food has something to do with certain things. So my new self care thing is to think about the food that I'm putting into my body. This weekend was a little bit of a write-off because I got excited that I could eat certain things. But aside from that, um, I've been caffeine-free for four weeks now. And when I tell you that when I did drink it, I literally ran myself to the washroom and stayed up till 4 a.m. before having to go to work at 6 a.m. Okay? (laughs) Um, So I'm not a huge coffee person anymore. Which is something I would never thought would happen Um, in high school to now. I literally drank coffee two to three times a day every day since I was in grade eight. That's a long time. I think I've been out of high school for like six or seven years. Like, can you imagine, one, the money I would have saved, and two, like the amount of sugar and stuff that's in my body that you know, obviously doesn't help with the weight loss and stuff, but I didn't realize how much it didn't help with the weight loss and stuff. Anyway, so this naturopath has really changed my perspective on things, which I'm considering self-care, that I'm taking the time to figure out what I'm putting in my body. I'm not counting calories. I'm not counting macros. I'm just going back to the basics. A little bit more of a plant-based diet when I can, Lots of gluten-free stuff. I'm using carbs as a condiment, not as a necessity. So it's more of like, oh, I haven't had a piece of bread in like a couple days. Maybe I'll have a peanut butter sandwich when I get home. Something like that. Um, And the reason why I call that self-care is because I'm such a big carb eater, like before this diet, that I feel like now, I don't know if it's like, I don't know, there's something about food and mental health and for me that connects with self-care that I've had such a change of mind in the last month that I can't not tell you about it. And I've been telling everybody that like this, I don't want to call it a diet, but this diet has like really helped me. And don't get me wrong, if you guys see me eating like a non-gluten-free pizza, don't call me out, let me enjoy it. (laughs) But um... Yeah, just, I didn't realize that the connection between food and what you put in your body, your mental health, and of course your physical health, had as much as a relationship as I thought. I honestly just thought it was food. You just eat it. That's it. Story over. Um, 
yeah, and I know I'm sorry, I'm kind of going on a tangent. Um, but like I said, I want this podcast to be like as real as possible. And this week I'm having a depressing week and that's just how it's going to go. <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to touch on is grief because it's something that I struggle with and I don't talk to everybody about it. My people who are in my corner close to me know exactly how I am with certain things. Um, my grandparents are such a touchy subject for me, especially both my grandfathers. And I was blessed to have all four of my grandparents. But on top of that, um, to have people in my life who act as additional grandparents. I'm sure we all have Zias and Zios who act like another grandparent to us. And I'm so grateful that I have that in my life. And I'm going to be absolutely devastated if anything happens to anybody. But, you know, something did happen. And it made me realize that even when you're 88 years old, 89, 90, that it still hits the same. The trauma might not be as traumatic as what I see in the trauma bay at work. But it's traumatic to me. And it's something that I'm learning to deal with. As in, like, I'm a big emotional person. Everybody knows I cry at everything, so I wouldn't be surprised if I started crying again. But I get so emotional when people make big gestures to me. um, Because that's how my grandparents were. They just did big things for me all the time. So when somebody does something like that for me, it touches me in a way that I I can't describe. And I wanted to touch on a few examples of people who have done that for me. Um, I'm really trying not to cry. (laughs) But, you know, I've had friends who, stupid things like I didn't win a pageant in grade 11. And when I started taking over this pageant with one of my friends, the first year that I did it, my girlfriends made me my own sash, you know? Like, that's something that I will keep forever because that's means so much to me. They took time out of their day to do that and it's a big gesture and I wore it all day on my birthday because I was so excited and I got a crown and all. Um, I have so many friends that just do so many things like another example is one of my girlfriends brought over flowers for the first year that my grandmother wasn't here for her birthday. Like it's just so special even this year during the pandemic and I had people who knew I worked at hospitals to not stay too long at my house, but to come by and make the effort and drop off little things for my birthday just to remind me that they love me. And in times of grief, when I'm upset, that's what I remember. And to me, grief is like such a funny thing. Oh my god, why am I crying? All my friends are probably rolling their eyes like, oh, here she goes with the tears again. (laughs) And of course, as I'm doing this podcast, I'm looking at this shrine of my grandparents that I have in my room. Um, But I don't want to talk about grief in a bad sense because it happens to everybody. And like I said, everybody's trauma is different. But, you know, I did that medium with Melissa and I've done a couple other energy intuitive things and... To know that, oh my god, stop crying, Tash. Um, To know that I feel them makes me calm. 
you know, to know that, well, from what people tell me, (laughs) that they're proud of me or that I remind them so much of somebody or, you know, for me, like, unfortunately, when my grandfather passed last year, I have the greatest legacy ever. I'm the only granddaughter. I love all my cousins, but I'm the only granddaughter. (laughs) Whereas my mom's side's a little bit bigger, but I say one more time, I'm the only granddaughter. There's not another one of me. You guys should be grateful. But I also was blessed with the only person in the family to get his blue eyes. And as something as so simple as that, I look at myself every day and I pick myself apart just like everybody else does. Oh, I could lose weight here. I should really get a facial. I look like shit. I should really do my hair more. <laughs> but the one thing that I never criticize is that when I look at myself in the mirror um, and I look specifically at my eye color, it connects me to my grandfather, which is really nice. And that's a way for me to calm my grieving. And in a way, people always would correct me that when, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your your grandmother. And I would say automatically, my God, she was 90 years old. She had the best life. And in a way, I was almost dumbing myself down for it. Because yes, she had an amazing life and she lived till she was 90 years old. But I still lost her. You know, some people have their grandparents well into their 40s after they've had a couple kids. Like, I would live for that. And I hope that I do get that. Anyways, I guess what I'm trying to say with this whole podcast, because I know I've jumped around a lot, but I just wanted to kind of spew my brains out here quickly. Um, And I do feel better after that. Please don't text me and ask me if I'm okay. I'm fine. (laughs) It's just one of those things that sometimes life kicks you in the ass. Don't get me wrong, I have a big ass, I can take it. But, (laughs) sometimes when you're feeling down, you just need to, like, get it out and do your thing. Anyways, I don't really know what I'm saying anymore. Just talking stupid now. But, I am glad that I got to do this podcast to kind of show a little vulnerability. Um, I know sometimes these tears only come out with my friends when I'm drunk because I am an emotional drunk. I cry. I get angry. (laughs) Thank God I don't do it very often. Um, But I wanted to take an opportunity too to thank everybody. Not just people who listen, but, you know, to thank my friends for being so patient with me, knowing that I don't text them all the time because I don't want to and to thank them when they reach out to me because they know I'm busy or they know I'm in the middle of a pandemic whatever I just I appreciate it I appreciate my family for obviously a number of reasons but this weekend to me was a clear indication of well one you can make things right And sometimes it takes a long time, and sometimes it might not even work. But the point is that you tried. And the second 
impart to families that I'm so grateful that I have people who are not biologically related to me who treat me like I was their own child. Um, to all my Zias and Zios, you know all who you are. Um, I'm so grateful for you guys and to your kids. I'm so grateful that I have siblings just like you. Because um, like I said earlier, I'm so blessed with people who aren't related to me that act like grandparents. And people who are cousins and stuff to me. Anyways, I'm kind of going off topic now and I'm kind of blabbering here. So I'm going to end this really quickly. Thank you guys for listening to me blabber away. I just needed a day. Um, I have some really cool stuff lined up for you guys coming September and October. And I'm gearing up for the Christmas season. I know you guys hated to hear that, but I'm going to tell you, I'm ready to jingle the fucking bells. On a side note, I wanted to remind you guys that if you guys like what you're hearing, maybe not me crying today, but if you like what you're hearing, rate, review, and subscribe um, at Apple Podcast. Follow me on Spotify. Follow me on Instagram at Tash Podcast. Give my personal follow if you feel like it at TashaRoseXO. Um... And until next week, leave spilling the tea to me. Bye, guys.